Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Easter, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of The Spilled Tea. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Emmy, and we have a special guest on. Say hello, my love. Hello. Um, if you don't remember, that's Dallas's voice. It's sexy, so you should remember it. Um, you should remember my Kyle's voice. Kyle's not here. What's that? I said they should remember my voice. <laughs> well, it's a sexy voice, though. Um, but it's been a long time. Been up to a lot. Um, Kyle's not here yet. He's probably running late. He, I, I know he's got something going on in New York, but um, this might have to be a short show just because I'm here with my sister, and I have to make the rounds, so I'm starting with her, um, her house. But what have you been up to, my dear? Um, you know, same old, same old. I've been um, mm-hmm. writing my web series and working and um, doing little vacations when we can. And How's the house there? Owning a house is a lot of work because there's always, like, upkeep to do, so we always have something to do around the house now. So, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. been, it's been good, though. How, how have you been? Ah, good. Um, it's just been crazy. The whole the, this whole experience has been crazy. But I've been spending a lot of time at the movies. I actually saw eight or nine movies in the past week. So, wow. Um, yeah, I've just I don't know. I I've just been going crazy with the. It's like movies are my boyfriend. So been been spending a lot of time with them. But other than that, yeah, everything's going good. Um, How's the Hubster and, and Jorge? Oh, they're both good. Um, yeah. Fulton's actually visiting his parents this weekend for uh, Easter, and mm-hmm. I stayed home. So that's that's sort of how I'm able to make it to the show this week. I do have to give a special shout-out to um, one of my future husbands, he is in Vancouver. I don't know how close you are to Vancouver, but um, his his name is Clayton Chitty. I just, um, I love that boy so much. He's just such a wonderful person, and happy Easter, Clayton. Um, any shout-outs you wanted to give? No. Okay. Just hopefully, hopefully Kyle will be able to join before, before we end the show, because I haven't talked to that I boy. know. He's not used to a a quick show, although we did have a quick show last week, but, um, so let's get started. What are your thoughts on the Daytime Emmy nominations? Um, I, I really feel like the whole process, um, really needs to be revamped. Uh Um, in the sense, like, there's so many people nominated who really aren't deserving of nominations. Mm-hmm. And if okay. you 
if you look at, you know, like the Oscars or the Golden Globes, I, I just don't think you get those fluke nominations. Like, I think it's generally people who, who are doing really good performances. And I think part of the reason that daytime has, you know, been, quote, quote, dying for the last couple of years is because the Emmy process has become so ridiculous. Um, and it's not taken seriously anymore at all. It's a dinner it's, rather than a whole show. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and I, I genuinely believe that, like, half of that is the nomination process. Um, uh, and it, it even goes back to, like, the pre, pre-nominations. Uh, I decided to start announcing who's pre-nominated. It's but weird. from that day until now, it's, you know, it, it's just, it's sad, you know, like, um, especially the leading categories. You know, like, uh, that's when you really want your you know, like the best people of the year to be nominated. And no offense to like Tracy Bregman, but she was she was practically like a guest star last year. Like she, uh-huh. she she's nominated for for one of the leading. Is she even on contract? Like. <laughs> yeah, she is still on contract, but. Okay. I mean, she's she's barely seen. You know, like, I think last year her story wrapped up by March, and then you barely saw her the rest of the year. And so to me, if you're, if you're going to be a lead, you, you should be on all the time. Like, you should be driving uh-huh. the storyline. So, Agreed. you know, it's just sad. And I feel like there's, there's people really in every single category that shouldn't be nominated that are nominated. So... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what the answer is. I just wish that there was a different process. Um, and n- I think not for nothing, I agree with you. But the thing that bothered me that stuck out the most, now I haven't watched soaps regularly all of 2016. I gave up on them. But I do know from, you know, online, from stories and stuff like that, um, from social media, and also from going on to websites like um, Soap Central and stuff like that, everyone, this is what got me, every single person in the Maya storyline got nominated for a daytime Emmy except her. Mm-hmm. What? I, I'm shocked. I, I'm so, like, floored by that. Like, I don't understand how Peggy McRae, I, I mean, J, um, what's his name? Jacob Young. He was nominated in the supporting category. So Correct. basically <laughs> what I'm saying is Peggy McRae her spot. And it's like, how in the world did she not get nominated? Her mother got nominated and her father in guest star guest acting mm-hmm. um, her sister Nicole got nominated in younger category Jacob mm-hmm. got nominated so how the heck could she not get nominated I don't I don't understand it I, I'm baffled really yeah. baffled well and again I think somehow it has to go back to the process right like uh. there, there has to be a better process in place 
And I also think it, it really goes down to each show. Like, mm-hmm. like Jill Aaron Phelps is an Emmy whore. She loves the attention that Emmys bring. She puts everybody under the sun, you know, put your name in, you had good scenes. But, you know, like, I really think, like, if, if they wanted to be taken seriously, maybe Jill Fernfeldt should have sat Tracy Bregman down and said, you know what, hun? The scenes you had were good, but it's not your year. Maybe, maybe just leave your name out this year. Put but, people who are actually deserving in, in the running. But you know what? You don't know if Jill Phelps is the one that pushed her into that category either. Um, because if it wasn't for Tracy, Young the Restless wouldn't have any actress in that category nominated. Yeah. And they have two in almost every other category. Um, what I think is crazy is the fact that if it wasn't, and I'm going back to it because I think I need to just finish up on my point. If it wasn't for Maya being a trans woman, her sister and her parents wouldn't be on the show. So I don't get how she was overlooked. And also, Mm -hmm. too, it happened, too, with um, the whole Neil and, um, what's it called, Hillary Mm storyline. Neil got nominated, Devon got nominated, but Hillary didn't. What what's going on? Like I don't I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't even think Hillary got onto the the pre nomination list. It doesn't make sense though. It doesn't make any sense. And the people that were carrying the show, like Sharon Case, like um you know, I know he's been nominated before, but Eric Braden, they they are they are lead actors and also not for nothing. Joshua Morrow, like, how are they not nominated? You know, Mm -hmm. I I don't know, whatever. I'm probably not going to watch, so. I think with Joshua, it's it's the fact that he's never really been known to be the strongest actor, right? Right. So the other two, I agree, and I definitely agree that um, the gal that plays Maya should have been nominated. But you know what? I didn't think, and there's no shade thrown in here, but Amelia Heinle, I never thought, was a strong actress, and she won. <laughs> like, so, I, I don't know, whatever. She won, too. Um, yeah, she won. I just, I don't get it. But I'm sure that that's the work of Jill Ferenfeld and her black yeah. voting. Um, any more on the subject of daytime Emmys that you want to go over? No, just, just again, I feel like if daytime really wants to be taken seriously again, they really have to get a better system in place so people who are genuinely deserving of the awards are mm-hmm. nominated for the awards. Um, right. I think that in itself would make people watch again. And then, you know, like they announced that they're not going to be televised again this year because there's no money for them. But I think you would drive a lot more people to care about the awards and actually want to watch the awards if you were genuinely honoring the best of the best. And so right. it starts with the nominations, and, and they have to figure something out to to make it be better than what it is. And just for all you people who are wondering, um, 
when Michael Muni was part of Data and he was fighting to get that process changed, and that was a lot of the reason why he didn't get nominated in the first place, because he was fighting for it so hard. And then in his last year, he finally got nominated. So just wanted to give you guys a little feedback. Um, Kyle did mention that he's out of town, so he's not going to be joining us today. But um, he did want to give you a virtual hug, though. So. Oh, that's nice. Um, another thing that came up last week was um, I'm watching – I'm still watching I Am Kate, but the show is getting really um, worse as the episodes go on. She's just not relatable at all. Caitlyn Jenner is not relatable. Ryan Seacrest, if you're listening, give me a call. I'll totally do a reality TV show. Uh, my family alone is nuts, so, and I think I'm relatable. So, Is, is Ryan the producer of that show? He's the producer of all the Kardashian shows and also that. He's one of the producers, yeah. Oh, really? I had no so. idea. He's pretty big on E. Like, if, if there's a show on E, he's probably the executive producer. So. Right. Wow. So, um, you wanted to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. I don't watch it, but you can certainly um, go in on it. Don't watch. No. Why you watch? Mm-mm. You know, I... Um... It's season eight now, mm-hmm. and I really thought that the best season was season six, so two seasons mm-hmm. ago. Um, last season, season seven, it really sort of plateaued in my mind, and, like, no queen mm-hmm. really pushed the envelope to be further than the previous seasons. So mm-hmm. I was sort of disappointed with last season, but this season um, has been really good so far. So I'm glad that they sort of rebounded after their crummy season. I am seeing that one of the contestants is from, it's almost like every episode they have somebody from Massachusetts, or every season they have somebody from Massachusetts, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm going back to different seasons, and almost every season there's someone from Mass. It's pretty cool. Um, who is your standout favorite of this season? I'm sure everybody else knows, but I don't know. Um, I don't know that I have, like, a standout favorite yet. Um, mm-hmm. there's, there's definitely, like, some girls that are, like, head and shoulders above the other ones, but mm-hmm. um, their attitudes, like, in the workroom are really bad. Like, um, the one queen who always seems to turn it out on the runway is Acid Betty. But in the workroom, mm-hmm. she's gonna, uh, uh, see you next Tuesday. So I'm still sort of uh, on the fence about who. Um, wow, it's so cool. Like, Acid Betty's 37. Like, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. She's the oldest one there, too. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so she has Any a lot of Any of them transitioning? Any of them transitioning or no? No, not that I know of. There okay. was a girl a few years ago who, after the show aired, um, transitioned. But I think she's been the only one, to my knowledge, that has transitioned. Are you still there? 
Hey, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hello? Can you hear me? thirsty for more tea? Then check out our upcoming and archived shows right here on our Blog Talk radio page. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at The Spilled Tea and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Spilled Tea. Thanks for listening to tonight's episode of The Spilled Tea.